We welcome you to a Stanley Cup qualifying round edition, a playoff edition, if you will, of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I'm Steve Goldstein. Uh, please stay tuned. Message from our sponsors. As you know, if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, uh, they do a wonderful job. And uh, without them, the podcast wouldn't be possible. So please take a moment, listen to our, uh, our sponsors. Our producer is Brett Markowitz, and let's get into it. Um, you know, it's basically at noon on Tuesday and at noon on Wednesday, a 24-hour period that not only will obviously go a long way towards deciding this series and could actually decide if the Panthers don't get a win, um, but you wonder about the aftermath of it. Um, it was interesting a couple of podcasts ago, and we took questions on Twitter and answered them. There were quite a few questions about players and the team overall based on how the team performs. And, you know, it's been said at nauseum, look, we know what the Panthers need to do, okay? They got to get grittier. They got to get nastier. They got to get tougher at the Islander net, or you're not going to score against the Islanders. That's it. I mean, you got the one great rush and the beauty finish there by Huberdeau. Those are few and far between against the New York Islanders. The Panthers know that. So, you know, if you can get grittier and get tougher, you can draw some penalties. Then the offensive talent has a chance to, you know, do some things on a power play. But for the most part, five on five against this team, it's got to be uh, grinded out, pucks going in, maybe off uh, off your backside, off the opponent's skate, things like that. Um, the encouraging thing in game one, Sergei Bobrovsky played excellent. The Panthers overall defensively I thought were good. Um, and you could see what Bobrovsky does when he's seeing pucks for the most part. They did a pretty good job boxing out at the net. Remember, that's a strong, hard-charging Islander team to the net. Guys like Lee and, you know, obviously that fourth line and Brock Nelson, they got some big, strong guys in that team. So defensively, the Panthers were good, and we saw what Sergei Bobrovsky can do with some, uh, you know, removal of traffic, if you will, in front of him. Uh, excellent rebound control. There were very few second chances. They know that helps the defense. So all around, and the forwards did a great job. Perhaps that was part of the reason for the lack of offense in the game forwards were focusing very much on defense um you got to stay penalty free obviously the game winning goal was scored in the power play um you know aggressive play is so important but it's got to also result in puck possession okay you don't just want to run around and hit people for no reason um so there's a lot to build on in that game you know the islanders the, the panthers played their game you go halfway through a hockey game and you're down to that team 2-0, very difficult to come back. So, you know, what does it mean if this team doesn't respond? It's going to be very interesting. There's a number of free agents um, on this team. Uh, you wonder how they judge in every way a quick five-game series. And that is going to be determined. I mean, good or bad. I mean, they come back and win three of the next four. Is everything great? And do you figure you're a cup contender moving forward? I just think it's going to be very interesting to see the evaluations uh, on this team in a short series, whether good or bad, how they go about making the assessment on personnel on this team. And I think the way they play, not only the result, I mean, they keep score for a reason. So the result is certainly key and the all-important. But the way they play, you know, do they win a couple of these games here? 
They have hard battles that could go either way. Uh, I do wonder if that changes uh, the opinions somewhat. So uh, just my thoughts here between games. Uh, not a lot of time, interestingly, spent on the ice. Uh, you got to trust Joel Quenville. He has so much experience in these playoff series of having your finger on the pulse of what your team needs. Uh, they did video the day after the game, kind of an off-ice workout. And the day before the game um, on Monday was, according to Quenville, a very quick uh, half-hour, hard-paced, go-hard, get your business done, get some rest. You got back-to-back -back games coming up. So very intriguing early start times at noon. We will have them for you on Fox Sports Florida and the Panthers. Uh, we're going to see how they respond. Uh, I thought the second half of the game was better than the first. Uh, some of that may have had to do with the Islanders having that 2 nothing lead and perhaps playing a little bit more conservative. Um, you know, big, the turning point for me in that game was after the Huberdeau goal, the next five or six minutes. The Panthers really didn't get much of a sniff after that. Um, the Islanders, you know, kept their composure and the Panthers were just unable to build on it. Um, and in the last, you know, three, four minutes, uh, it was all Islanders. You know, the Panthers have had a lot of big moments late in hockey games with that offensive talent, with the goaltender on the bench. Uh, they could never get set up. So, you know, that sense of urgency, that sense of hunger, I know a lot of people will say, and not arguing with you, you're right. Well, where was it in game one if they say they're going to have it in game two? But, you know, backs, uh, I don't want to say up against the wall because that's safe for an elimination game, but backs are right near that wall. They're maybe an inch away. And the way you look at this, if you want to relate it to a seven-game series, is it's game four and you're down 2-1. That's the bottom line. And if you lose that one, you know, you got to win three in a row. So you're kind of in the same exact situation. We'll see how it unfolds. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening, subscribing, spread the word, the Goldie on Ice podcast. You can find us anywhere you uh, do find podcasts. A uh, moment from our sponsors coming up. And uh, we'll get back at you here as the Stanley Cup qualifying round continues. Thanks for listening. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. -E uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954 954 
594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.